Welcome to another edition of Breakfast with Champions, the Champions of Wayne podcast. This is an interview with Ms. Kelsey Wysong, who grew up in Wayne Westland. She's graduating from Wayne Memorial in a couple of days and will be attending Stanford University this fall. Uh, Kelsey is a fascinating young woman who seems to have chosen a life of optimism and proactivity despite life situations that are far from traditional. I found Kelsey uh, so interesting, in fact, that I far exceeded my self-imposed 20-minute limit, but I believe you will find it is worth a listen. So please enjoy Kelsey Wysong. Welcome, everyone, to Breakfast with Champions, uh, the Champions of Wayne podcast. My name is Sean Galvin. I'm here with uh, Kevin English. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. And we have with us a uh, special guest, Kelsey Wysong. Good, mor- good morning, Kelsey. Good morning. Uh, this podcast brought to you by the Cozy Cafe, located uh, in the, um, what's that, the Art Annex, are we calling that? Yep. They gave me a free cup of coffee today. Uh, I, didn't ha- I didn't purchase it. I didn't, I didn't have my punch card on me. Right. And I came down at the start of second hour and I'm like, hey. They officially became I'm doing, Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. And they said, hey, in, in, in exchange. So, so, that, so there's the plug right there. Uh, every uh, day, second and fifth hour, uh, it's not just limited to coffee, everybody. Don't fool yourselves. They got tea. They got, I think you could probably do hot chocolate if you wanted to. You can to. get a mocha. And, 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 and it's all delivered. The customer service is excellent and uh that, that was a great ad form right there that might get us more than just one cup of coffee anyway all right so we have um kelsey with us kelsey is a remarkable young woman i'll give a quick introduction of her uh wayne westland student from day one never went to school in a different district correct no not even preschool keeping it real wow and uh graduating the uh, four days left of high school <laughs> and uh, plans to attend, uh, the name of the university is now escaping me. Where, where, where are you going to school in the fall? Stanford University in Palo Alto, California. Oh, that one? Yeah. Okay, okay. And that's, uh, the, the um, admission standards are, uh, w- would you say that it is selective? Oh, yes. They are the most selective school in the country. They accept 3% of all applicants. You said 3? 3%. 3%. I'm no math wizard, but that means that if 100 people are, are applying, 97 are not getting in. Right. Um, <clears throat> okay, so obviously we've got a lot to explore there. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start a little light here. Uh, when so and we're gonna get to childhood and upbringing and mentors and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But I really I, I want to start with you. Um, you know this candy Starburst. Yeah. Uh, and the original flavors. Yeah. There's there's. Uh, orange, there's yellow, there's pink, there's red. Right. Can you rank those uh, tastiest to least tasty? Okay, probably red, orange, pink, yellow. Um, and I couldn't help but notice you put yellow last. Yes. Uh, is, is, is yellow, w- w- will you eat them or will you save them for last and give them away or how do you deal with those? Um, I still eat them. But if my, sis, my if my siblings want Starburst, those are the ones they're getting. Those are the, <laughs> those, are, those are on the trading block. It's in the best for them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, good, good, good. And, and I tend to agree. I, I would swap the orange and the pink, but other than that, we're fine. And I, I won't eat them. I'll, I'll, I'll throw them in the trash. They're, 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 we gotta, we gotta, we gotta I'm not knock that it discriminatory. Off uh, by the way, I thought of, I thought of another thing that the world can just do without, and we wouldn't skip a beat. In fact, it would just improve the world if we got rid of it. Uh, pennies for me, uh, daylight savings, yellow, uh, yellow candy overall, uh, receipts overall, 
And now I, I, I have a new one, car alarms. <laughs> <laughs> I need those sometimes. I forget where I park. <laughs> well, okay, but, but, well, 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 you can be, you, 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 you press panic when you're looking for a car? <laughs> sometimes. Because you can just you're beep right. it. You don't, don't, you don't have to panic. You disturb the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I'm in my neighborhood, Every one of those fobs has the panic <laughs> button, and it's usually bigger, too, so yeah. it's only hit accidentally. I, I got to think that the number of times that that button is, is pressed, the <laughs> percentage of, of times, it's like one out of a thousand, it's actually, someone's actually panicking. Or when it goes off and you're inside the car. Oh! When you open the door because somebody locked you in. Yeah, yeah. Why? And then you know it could be it could be a sunny Sunday. So so I thought of this yesterday because I'm out I'm out jogging, and uh, it's and the birds are chirping and it's just this beautiful day. But then I can just hear this beep beep, <laughs> beep and guess what? No one's looking for the burglar. No. <laughs> Everyone's just annoyed. It's a, it's almost like a Kitty Genovese story, right? Yeah. Everybody, everybody maybe is looking. They're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my car. Yeah yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so so that's all the lighthearted stuff. We're done with that. Now let's get into the Kelsey Wysong story. So uh, I thought, I knew that you were an interesting person, um, but I didn't quite understand the depths of how interesting you really are. So uh, I, I've always known you as a happy-go-lucky, friendly kid who uh, the grades are good and she uh, is really involved with the school and just has a bright future, likely... Um, a fluent upbringing, kind of, kind of like what I enjoyed, and it doesn't seem to be the case. So can you, uh, so so 30 to 60 seconds, the floor is yours. Who is Kelsey Wysong? Okay, well, I am currently student body president. I've worked on Senate for the last four years, so this year I decided to take a bigger role and try and help out as much as I could. I am always here volunteering, doing whatever I need to. Mm -hmm. um, I have danced for my whole life. I mainly focus on tap dancing now, but I still compete in every style. Um, I ran track and cross country for a few years. Mm -hmm. I did have to quit this year due to injury and anxiety over my injuries. Really? What, 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 were, the, what were the injuries? I had sprained my IT band and both of my hip flexors are already very weak. Uh -huh. um, so during a cross-country race last year, I had again like sprained my IT band crossing the finish line. I was on crutches on and off for two months. I was in a brace for about a year. I went through physical therapy the whole nine yards. I oh, did yeah. end up running track briefly okay. <laughs> that same year, but it was I was not prime level. I was not as good as I should have been. Yeah. Um, this year I started doing cross country. My hips were still hurting me, but I decided to try and push through it. It wasn't until they made us run the course and I looked at the spot I got injured and had a complete anxiety attack. I was like, this is not gonna work for me. If I'm having anxiety attacks over how I got injured, yeah, it might not be the sport for this. me. Yeah. So yeah. I decided to drop it and focus on other things like dance and senate, obviously. Sure. So. That's that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I grew up with my mom, dad, and grandparents. I have six siblings, ranging from 22 to two. Okay, so are you the second oldest then? or is it, there, there, There's seven? There's seven you? of us. I have two older sisters than me. 
okay. and then five youngest siblings. I actually went to school with one of your sisters. Yep, my oldest. Oh, yep. Cool. He's, the, he's the only teacher to ever recognize my last name. <laughs> high school. Yep, high school. Okay. okay. With Molly. And so, hold on. You, you said two older sisters and then five younger siblings. Yes. Okay. So, so you're number three. Yes. Um, and then your father has been the father figure in your life. You you have his last name, correct? So yes. He, so he's White Song, and he is from this area and knows Bill Gray, Mr. Gray. Yes. From what capacity was that? Do you remember? Um, so my two older sisters do have a different mom. It was with my dad's first wife. Gotcha. Um, they were having some difficulties, and Bill Gray was their um, marriage counselor. They did end up getting divorced ultimately, so, so my Bill dad. Failed. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Billy, come on, Billy. All right, well, hey. Um, but then my dad got married to my mom, took me in. They had my brother, okay. and then they got divorced a few years later. So your dad then is not your biological father. No, he's not. He adopted me at the age of three. Uh, I have his last name. He took custody of me. Um, that way, like when my parents split up, he still has custody of me. I still see him. Okay. All the time. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, but, uh, but he is not blood, and then your older sisters then are, are not. Blood. Not technically blood. No. Correct. Okay. Okay. But, but, does that uh, does that make a difference to you? No, family is not blood. Family is who has always been there for you, who helped raise you, who helped make you a person. <laughs> Thank you, Kelsey. All right. So then, um, you got a little curious though as to as to your father. Yes. Um, when did this up, happen? What, what, what led to this? Okay, well, I... You don't do that when you're five, right? You're well, just I do remember my sisters in. were really mean to me as kids. They weren't trying to be mean, but, like, they were a few years older than me, so they were pretty mean. Um, and they were talking about... They were like, well, you're not our real sister. And I was like, no, yes, I am. And oh. they were like, no, because Dad's not your real dad. And I, for some oh. reason... How old are you with this? I was... I was probably like seven or eight. I was pretty young. Stings. Um, and for for the longest time growing up, I thought I was like a Jesus baby. Like I just thought my mom had her <laughs> by herself. <laughs> like I haven't really believed that. That's how that happened. Um, so like they were telling me like my dad wasn't my real dad, and I was like, "What do you mean?" Like I was very confused. Yeah. So I asked my mom about it, and she was like, "How old were you then? This is like the same I time was, frame, or I it might have been like a year or two later. I remember like I was old enough by then to like think about it and be like. So you had a right. window there where you're like, well, I, my mom just had me, and that's just <laughs> it. And then, you, but then you, but then you're kind of figuring things out over time. Like it doesn't it doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah, I, doesn't I, up. I really do. Like if you ask my friend Rihanna, she really will tell you that I told her I was a Jesus baby. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling your friends that, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, a Jesus me Sound and. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's about it, I think. But yeah, why? Yeah. This doesn't make sense to you? No, I was a very gullible child. Oh, man. Um, But so I remember asking my mom, and she was like, yes. Like, she told me my real dad's name, and she told me, like, he didn't want to be a father, so he pretty much just left. And I was like, all right, well, that's cool. So I I sat on that. (laughs) That's cool. All right, thanks, Mom. I sat on that for another couple of years. That's, that's tough to digest. Yeah. I, it was. It took me a long time to be like, all right, what do I really want to do with this? And my mom told me, like, growing up, she's like, you know, if you ever, like, do want to find him, meet him, like, I'll help you through it. But I was like, I always thought that was something that I needed to do by myself. So I knew his name, uh-huh. and I'm a good enough person with technology that I was able to find him on Facebook. You track him down. Okay. okay. So... Um, I, I looked through his Facebook pictures for a little while, and then I was like... Does he look like you? 
I don't think so. No. I actually look more like my adopted dad. Whoa. If you saw us, you oh, would never you would never know. Which is okay. really funny. Okay. Um so I finally worked up the courage to message him. I pretty much said like, Hey, you knew my mom, I'm your kid. Like I was, That's how you worded it? Uh, not exactly, but <laughs> in Right, okay. In gist, Bullet points, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, but it was like, you know, like I and not asking you to be my dad, but I would like to meet you at some point in my life, blah, blah, blah. Um, so thanks to Facebook, you can see who reads your messages. And so he had read it and never replied. And I was at that point, I was just like, you know what? I don't need this. It had been 16 years. I've never needed him before. I have a dad. I have people who love me, who take care of me, who give me what I need. So I pretty much just gave up on that part of my life and trying to like meet and find my dad. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the red receipt. Yeah. So like, had, it, had it not shown that, and it could have just been off in that other folder, you know, right. from messages of people you don't know. But oh man, yeah, yeah. But then it's so that so then you wonder about it from his perspective too. Like yeah, boom. Yeah. Like look at this. Like how do you want to play this? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's tough to move on from that. Okay, so <clears throat> so that happened. So and then you and then it sounds like you've somewhat made peace with that. Yeah. And you've got this man. This what's what's Mr. Wysong's first name? Rob. Rob. Yeah. Who who is dad to you? Yeah, so I it's call not him. Even... I call him dad. Like if you didn't know that I wasn't his, you would literally never know. If you see me and him together, we look very much alike. It, especially if you see me and my brother and him together because me and my brother look exactly alike yeah. and he looks like my dad, like, oh, you would never tell. And so the rest is just kind of details that are unimportant. Like, that's yeah. that's your father, you're, you're, you're a wise song, and that's just yep, how it is. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Wow. Um, now, but you don't live with your father. No. You don't live with your mother. No, not you anymore. You So you live with your mother's parents? Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, which, but everyone still lives within a mile radius of each other. So even though I'm living with my grandparents, I still see my mom and my siblings and my dad at least twice a week. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yes, I live with them, but I, it's not like I'm disassociated with the rest of my family. We're all still very close. It's mm -hmm. just a better situation for me. Okay. Okay. And, and so it's just your, your grandparents and you? Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so... As you look back, you're 18 now? Yes. 18 years old. Officially officially an adult. Yes. <laughs> can vote this year. We don't want to go down I that I did road. vote. You did? In oh, the primary. Oh, look at you. Look at you getting yes. out there. Okay, so Be involved, um, kids. looking back at your uh, childhood, um, who were your role models? My Aunt Sarah has always been my biggest role model. She, like was she's younger than my mom so she like still lived at home when I was born my mom had me when she was 19 so my aunt was like 17 at the time mm -hmm. um so she was there for me as a kid like she's helped raise me if you look through her house there's probably a million pictures of me as a baby there mm -hmm. um but she was like the first person on my mom's side to go to college to get a degree to have a very well-paying job um, what does she do? She manages a health food store, okay. but she makes a lot more money than you would expect. Mm -hmm. um, and she has three degrees now. She is just an amazing person, amazing role model for me and my siblings. Mm -hmm. um, no kids of her own, so she treats us like 
hers. Okay. Wow. And so she's two years younger than your mother. Yes. And what are the other dynamics of that generation? So, so, so your mom. So my mom has two siblings. My aunt, who still lives very close to home, I go to her house every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Aunt Sarah. Yes, my aunt Sarah. Yep. And then my mom has a brother who went off to college in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, he lived in Texas. He still kind of lives there. He has um, a daughter who's a few years younger than me. We're kind of close, but sh- they live in Los Angeles now. Mm-hmm. My cousin works as an actress, and he is a technical engineer person. Mm-hmm. Um, and but like so I don't get to see him as often I see him maybe okay. once a year okay maybe once every other year yeah yeah and so he's educated yeah it sounds like yeah and and and, and then your so and then your mom is a uh, a bus driver correct? yes so how did that play out I don't know <laughs> my grandma was a bus driver and my mom went into it because she got pregnant with me very young. Uh-huh. So she would She's got bills to pay and she's got to raise a kid. And so yeah, so she was still living at home, but she was like, you know, I need somewhat of a stable full-time job. And I don't think she was expecting to be there forever, but she's been driving a bus now for 19 years. Okay. So... That is probably an incredibly stressful job. I wouldn't want it, right. man. All these scrappy kids, kids right. back here. You remember the yeah. like the songs used to sing or the games used to play? Oh dude, dangling out the windows. I remember one time like like I was like in fifth grade bus driver, like she she didn't hit a car, but there's all these cars that are like parked <laughs> And she's trying to make this turn and she's like, <laughs> like scrapes like three of them. We had to stop, they had to send another bus. Kids, kids are going crazy. Like this is like and this poor bus driver's like gotta be the most stressed out anyway. My I was saying this was pulling over and not driving until we were quiet. So that, oh, that was the my, you're never getting bus ain't kids. moving. Right. <laughs> my mother always jokes. She said driving a bus isn't hard. It's driving all the kids. That's hard. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you how do you keep control? You got to drive a bus. Yeah. You know. She now drives special ed, so I I guess they're not as loud, but they oh, come with man. other difficulties that yeah. she has to deal with. Oh man. Whew. Anyway, all right. So um, and, and then and then your mother had your youngest sibling under 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 some uh peculiar circumstances <laughs> i this is something that goes on a tv show they literally make a show called i didn't know i was pregnant yeah. i looked into getting her on it because <laughs> wait she, that, that, that is a show yeah yeah, yeah. it's on, it was on tlc for a really TLC. long time um i really did look into getting her on it but they canceled it i guess they ran out of stories which i don't know I got one for them. Yeah, I got one for them. TLC, if you're listening, we got we got you. <laughs> we got your we got your next season <laughs> opener. So what they call that? My, <laughs> so it was my sophomore year of high school. I have literally just turned sixteen. So my they I have twin siblings. They were born December fourth. My birthday's December seventh. So my siblings had just turned one. I was born December seventh. I just turned sixteen. It was December twelfth. So I got my license on Monday. This was that Thursday. Uh-huh. So I wake up in the morning and I there's like chaos going on. And I'm like, what is happening right now? You know, like I'm just coming out of sleep, but everyone is moving around and my grandparents should not be up at this time. They don't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is happening? Um, so I, I come out of my room. I like burst the door open, you know, and my mom is 
in the bathroom like screaming and crying and my grandma is on the phone with 911 and I'm just like I don't even know what's happening I have my twin siblings asleep in the living room because that's Mm -hmm. where they slept and they were both asleep for like five more minutes after I woke up um but there's chaos happening my grandpa's pacing the front like porch and I'm just like I have no idea what's happening well moral of the story my mother did not know she was pregnant she had had her tubes tied the march after my siblings were born so this was like literally nine months after she had gotten her tubes tied um and she ended up having my youngest sister in our bathroom her home toilet and she didn't know that she was pregnant no just assumed that it was kind of like a like like fallout from the previous pregnancy yeah and jeez okay so in the interest of time and this is doing that Music counter here. We, oh, we're, we're, we're right at twenty minutes, so we're, okay. we're going over. Okay, okay. so well. be it. Sorry, listeners, because <laughs> we need to we need to segue now from all of that, and I'm sure that there's stuff that we're that we're leaving out. Yeah. But 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 we've painted the picture, and now he, here you go to Stanford University. Well, thanks to that fantastic story, <laughs> I was able to write an entire essay about the moment that I grew up, and I really do look back at that moment. That was the moment that I realized that there was responsibilities to have in life. My mother obviously did not have those responsibilities taken care of, uh-huh. and I did not want to be like that. So I decided how to live my life within probably a 20 minute span. I was like, I'm gonna be more responsible. I'm going to be more involved and have different goals. And it's not like I didn't want to be like my mother. My mom's a great person. She's sure. always looking out for other people. Right. But some of her responsibilities are a little bit mixed up. And I decided that I wanted to have a different list of goals than she had right, right so right. I wrote that essay and sent it to every college that I applied to okay okay so so, so, so that, that's a pretty strong topic and and with those essays you want to have that hook or that attention grab yeah. how, how do you separate yourself I'm sure that that's one of the, right, these do, people read thousands do you know of the first line of this essay um the, oh, you could do it the, the opening the opening essay or like the opening paragraph talked about the responsibilities that you get at the age of 18. So I was 16 when this happened, uh-huh. and I legitimately was like, at the age of 18, you're legally an adult. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, I listed like some of the things that happened, like you're able to sign your own medical bills, yeah. you can be called to jury duty, right. you can vote, yeah. like just like things that the government's like, hey, <laughs> you can do this now, fun facts. Um, Let's see where this is going. <laughs> so I was like, I became an adult a little bit before that. Like, yeah. <laughs> To the government, to like the school system, I wasn't yeah. really an adult. I'm still a kid. Yeah. But to my family, to myself, like that was it. I was they they okay. couldn't raise me anymore. Grown up now, <laughs> yeah. I've seen it all. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It was so like, long, childhood. It was like, well, you you know what's going on. You have a car now. You got a license. So uh, yeah. have fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. Um, but so so you were 16 though. So so. The, the road road to Stanford started long before that. Yeah. And so you've got Aunt Sarah there, and she is your role model wow. in terms of pursuing an education, yes I can, overcoming yes. obstacles, um, and, 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 then, and then this happens, 16, you grow up right there in that, in that moment. Yes. And um, so, so your shift kind of changes, or, or, your, or, your, or your focus kind of shifts, I mean. Uh, it's one of those moments like everything happens for a reason I don't really know what this reason is uh but 
there's a reason somewhere in this chaos. Uh-huh. And eventually I did find that. It was a very good piece to write about. It's a good thing to stand out. It's a good thing to talk about. And I wish that like other people knew it so that it's like there, there's obstacles that you have to overcome, but you have to look at them in the most positive way possible if you're ever going to like actually get past them, actually live on to tell the story. Who taught you to think like that, Kelsey Wysong? Because that is I, that is fantastic what, what you just said, and I wish I I'm, I'm going to cut that <laughs> that somewhere else too. But that is beautiful. That should be the intro. Yeah. <laughs> but who who taught you how to how to think like that? How did how did you how did you start? Being I don't this know. Positive? If how I are can, you so positive? I don't know if I can like look back and be like, yeah, we're all positive like here. But it definitely had to do with my leadership upbringing, like being involved in Senate and everything. I've gone to leadership camps. I've gone to seminars. I've gone to conferences. Why? Because why did you join that? Why did I join Senate? I wanted to make decisions on my school. I didn't want people to be making decisions for me. I wanted to have some sort of say in what was going on with the school and with our class. And I mean, we just planned all of prom. So I was like really excited about that. And I, I had already known people in Senate from the previous years. And I was like, mm. you know what? I'm going to join this too. Mm-hmm. So I, I joined Senate my freshman year, and then I started being involved with Amy Hoke. I don't know if listeners know about her. Sure. Wayne Memorial legend. They, they, they know. <laughs> so, if they don't, they better ask them about it. <laughs> yeah. So I was friends with Amy Hoke, um, and she was like, hey, listen, there's this leadership like camp. It's a week-long event. It's $400, but you got to go. And I'm like... All right, all right. So I had a job at that time, but I'm really, really bad at saving money because I have to pay for other things. I help pay for dance. I help with whatever I want, I pay for. Um, So I was like, okay, how do I save up $400? So I ended up making an agreement with my dad that I would pay for half and he would pay for half. Ooh, the matching. Yeah, Yeah. nice. So I went to this leadership camp um, hosted by MISC, MAHS. And that was really the period, it was only a week long, but that was really the time that I can point back and be like, that's when I became a different person. The very first second I walked in, everyone is like dressed in different colors because they like separate us by like groups by color. And everyone is like decked out in all these colors and they're just like screaming and like all having fun. And Uh I was like, this is the person I want to be. I want to be someone who is involved, who doesn't care what they look like, doesn't care what other people think of them. Uh I want to be the person that's always positive no matter Uh what comes at them. And Uh like, that was really the moment that I was like, this is where I belong. This is what I belong doing. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Awesome. Um, You probably haven't heard of the five chimps theory. Have we, have we talked about this at all? My no. listeners here are, are, are probably hating me right now because I bring this up on everybody. <laughs> um, and I should have just informed you at the, at the start. So this, this is a theory where when um, scientists study chimpanzees, if, if they want to know the um, thought patterns or just the, the, the overall personality of a given chimpanzee, they don't even have to watch that one. They can just... Uh, uh, watch the, the the five chimps that that one associates with the most and it's going to be like that and so if if those five are very aggressive and they and they and they and they fight and, and all this then guarantee you that this one because it spends yeah. all the time with these five and so that that theory translated to human beings chimps and humans are pretty close there's a lot of overlap um <clears throat> that that really you are the average of the five people you spend the mm-hmm. most time with and, and it seems like you figured that out. Yeah. And so, 
at like the start the start of your high school or, or probably as you go back you you chose to associate with people like at this leadership thing yes choosing your so how did you do that how, how did you know to do that um I think it's like that's always who I've gotten along with I've like I was one of those kids that was like in all the accelerated classes and like even throughout middle school I was like two years ahead in what I should have been doing so I was like trying to make friends with all these older kids that look at me and they're like why well, we got this 10 year old in our class <laughs> hey like, <laughs> we brought her yeah. right so yeah. I was like okay well I'll be friends with the people who are nice to me who don't treat me like I'm a little kid like mm -hmm. who respect me and so like that kind of brought me up through middle school and like the beginning of my high school years and then I was like getting older and I was like you know I'm gonna be that kid now too like I'm gonna be that kid that doesn't really look at people like mm. what are you doing here mm. but just like are you having fun yeah like yeah making sure they you, feel comfortable are you okay? and, yeah so yeah. I think that's really like I chose to associate with people who didn't treat me like I was different like I was younger or like mm, less didn't intelligent. Fit in or something. Yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. I think that's what started it and then I just kind of grew into that type of person mm -hmm. so can we can we touch quickly on um, another essay you wrote for Stanford, oh, um, which is, is a is a particular fascination to me because <laughs> I, I I recently learned that this was the first book that I ever like read, where, where, where like it was 1993 that, that mm -hmm. the movie Jurassic Park came out, yes. and, I, and I saw the movie and, and I was it was sweet, and then afterwards um, I read the book, so I would have been like 12 or 13 maybe. Um, and Fun facts: the movie like. The book wasn't even published before Steven Spielberg bought the rights to that movie. Oh, I like your Jurassic Park like knowledge. Like, he, he knew that was going to be a hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. People, people were ready for dinosaurs. And, oh, and there's, yeah. there's two things that I don't think about or, or talk about enough. One is dinosaurs, the other is space. Those, yes, exactly. Oh, up top! Really? You feel the same way? Yes. Nice. All right, well, we'll talk about space at a, a different time. But <laughs> I'm reading a book right now, which is fascinating. Um, <clears throat> yeah, talk about how... Jurassic Park change. Okay, so... 30 seconds, because we got to move this thing along. Okay, so I wrote an essay. The question was, like, what has inspired you intellectually? I wrote an entire essay about how Jurassic Park, even from a young age, has shown me that, like, anything is possible as long as you put your mind to it. And Love it! That's really helped not even, like, not only focus, like, all right, anything's possible kind of mindset, but... I also want to be a bioengineer, and that's what I'm going to study. Yeah. So I think it's really funny that, like, the greatest bioengineering movie yes. has inspired what I want to become. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then you said the guy at Stanford read that and immediately liked you? Yes. That Between oh, that yeah. and my essay about my mom, he was just like... You've got a... There, there's a lot to like about you, Kelsey West. I, and, and I can't really even explain it, but, but you're a very likable person. Thank you. Um, okay, so you get into Stanford... You're going there in what, August, July? Or September. Something? We start oh, really late. Okay. Um, and then you're living on campus, I, 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 I would yes. assume. And then there's all this freshman stuff happening. So, so who do you currently know in Palo Alto or the Bay Area overall? No one. No one. Not a soul. No. Does this scare you? Yes. Okay. But I do know some people who are going to be out there when I get there. Uh huh. So that's. Oh, oh. 
So Miss Reeves, yep. our vice principal, is moving out there. Yeah. I've already kind of set it up with her that if I needed anything or if I need to send stuff to her, and you know that I she got, out, she would love to yes. send you a care package or yes. take you out on a she, Sunday evening. Or she's something. already told me like if you want to mail stuff to our house, we'll keep it here. If you want to send it out with us, like we'll take it out. Yeah. So that's been very helpful and like very. Um, like settling to me I'm like sure. okay that's nice yeah. I, I know someone that I like I know I can go to if I need something mm -hmm. so that's nice I've been trying to get in touch with other people from the Detroit Ann Arbor area who are also going to Stanford like, okay that so I can like talk to them and be like hey what are you guys planning on doing to get out there what yeah. are you planning on doing once you get there yeah yeah um, you're gonna be fine with that yeah you're gonna make friends and, yeah. and then I think that like at a place like Stanford everybody is not from Palo Alto, right? So no. they're coming from all over the world, and I would, I would, I would venture to guess that most people are probably in the in the same boat. Like they're just sh showing up for a new life, a new adventure, yep. and let's just uh, so so that that's just that's really exciting. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, <clears throat> so talk about your um, what 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 stands in your way of being successful at Stanford. However, however we, we want to define success. I think I have to learn to adapt very fast. Because uh -huh. I'm really just going to get thrown in this mix of like, these are the smartest kids in the country. These are the highest achievers that we can possibly give you. Right. And I'm very nervous that I'm not going to match up to them, which I know isn't true because obviously I got in with all of yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah. it's still very scary to be like, these are the best of the mm -hmm. brightest you know mm -hmm. and I'm very scared that like things won't be exactly how I think they're going to be right now which I'm sure they they're not they're, they're certainly they're really they not so I, I think I'm going to have to like the biggest thing is like how fast can I adapt to new circumstances mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, then, and then also you don't, you don't want to stress about that either like, am I adapting fast enough right exactly because you know? <laughs> then that gets weird uh, and we got we got to we're, we're way over the time here. But um, ha have you ever heard the, of the concept of imposter syndrome? Yes. You have. Yes. Okay. Trying to be something you're not. Or or just a lot of people experience this when they when they get to what they think mm. is the top. You know. Yeah. And I I just talked to a guy. I, I haven't I haven't posted this this podcast yet. But but he he uh, he went to school here. He went on to be he's 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 a very high rank in the military. Um, and I asked him about that, and he's he's maybe. 35, 40 years old, um, and he talks about he he deals with imposter syndrome every day of like mm -hmm. I don't really belong here like like he like he interacts with people that have all these fancy degrees mm -hmm. and from these really affluent you know, and he's like I'm from Inkster. Like, That's exactly really... how I felt when I got the call that I got in. I was like, like are, are, no one. Are you sure, Stanford? <laughs> I was like, no one even gets into Stanford. Like I was literally talking to my friends. I was like. Who even gets into Stanford? Like, I yeah, guess, I guess me, there. but yeah, like, yeah, how? Yeah. So that so that might be coming your way, though, yeah. of, of where, of where like, a lot of your um, classmates and peers, you know, might might be from these families that are like the Kennedys, where yeah. like, where like over the holidays they're gonna they're gonna pop out to Thailand for a week or something, yeah. or go you know go to the White House for I, I don't know how that how that world works, but but like yeah, that's a thing. Um, what else? What else? What else? I think that I, I mean, it's 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 very exciting what what you're doing. The 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 Wayne community is very proud of you, um, and want to support you as best we we can. Um, can we stay in touch? Yeah, of course. Okay, that's a good answer. <laughs> okay, 
Um, well, well, that's going to be a wrap. Unless there's anything else we need to, we need to cover here. I think we're good. Um, I'm thinking we do maybe an annual Kelsey Weissong podcast oh, where we, we check back in after the first year <laughs> or something like that, or maybe even a uh, a virtual one where 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 we do a internet call yeah. or, or something and just kind of check in with you. I think the people would want to know. Yeah. Um, so thank you for your time and thank you for listening everybody just under 35 minutes uh, the longest one in history but I, I also think the most interesting uh, thank you very much Kelsey